This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast, where we'll be reading through all four books in the Inheritance Cycle series, chapter-by-chapter, page-by-page. We'll also offer our own insights, theories, and first impressions of the wonderful world of Allegasia. May good fortune rule over you, may the stars watch over you, and may peace live in your heart. Hello and welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast where we talk about the Inheritance Cycle or Aragon books page-by-page and chapter-by-chapter. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Shelby Urshika. And we are here to talk about Aragon, but first I want to remind you to please join our Discord where you can hang out with us and please like and review us on Apple or Spotify. If you leave us five star and some words, you can, uh, we will read them out on a future episode of the show. So with that being said, we are here to talk about fighting shadows. And so this chapter begins with Aragon waking up in his cell. Uh, He realizes the drug has worn off and he does magic. Um, And he begins to break out and he says he needs to find a sword and rescue the elf. He has all of this kind of happening he ends up contacting Safira who tells him to not do anything and that Murtag is on the way so he does that and then he sees a bunch of soldiers and he and Murtag or he's helped by Murtag that we find out later Um, and then he scares a man by taking dirt and just making it glow red and terrifies him and then they attempt to rescue the elf and they do try to do that. And then they try to escape. And they end up basically coming to the Shade where they have to have a fight with the Shade. Aragon attempts to fight the Shade and realizes that he is hopelessly outmatched by the Shade's abilities. Uh, but Murtag catches him by surprise and gets him in the shoulder and then between the eyes. And Aragon... We learn that there are only two heroes who have ever survived slaying a Shade, though Murtag says that he's not sure that the Shade is dead. And then they end up escaping, though Sephira is wounded in the process by arrows from trying to fly away. Yeah, a lot happened in this chapter. The last chapter, um, Do Sundavar Freyor, when I started it, my Kindle was like, four minutes left in chapter and then I uh, finished and got to this one and it was like 15 minutes left in chapter. And I was like, Oh, okay. So this mm-hmm. is a bit bigger. Um, Aragon is really smart in this one. He comes up with this plan to pretend to eat, but not actually so that he can fight off the people and, and get out of the, the effects of the drug. And, um, all this time, of course, Murtag and Safira have been plotting and planning how to break him out. And it's funny because, like, he could have, he could have left, he could have um, escaped several times over. Um, 
but he is concerned about the elf woman. He wants to rescue her too. And he's not satisfied. Like he's not going to leave until she comes with them. So I was like, okay, so Aragon is smitten. All right. We'll see where this goes. Um, he also does a really good job of of fighting, even though he's probably very weak, um, fighting off the like 10 soldiers or however many. So good job, Aragon. I thought it was really dark almost that they're fighting him and Murtag are fighting these soldiers and they kill them all except for one. And Aragon's like, don't kill him. We have to torture him first for information. And I was like, Okay, so Aragon is not innocent anymore. Like he has he has gone down a darker path. Right. But it's so interesting because for once in this, we real like you said, we really kind of get to see Aragon's like situational intelligence and how he reacts around there because it's one thing to like know how to best someone, but Aragon as a common person knows the common person and he knows that there is this fear and superstition about magic. So he capitalizes on that to get what he needs without violence, really. That's true. That is a really good point. Um, I think, I think you're right. I think Aragon's strength and his intelligence, like he's obviously not book smart because he just learned to read like a month ago. (laughs) His strength and his intelligence is, his situational awareness you're right um it's and it's not even emotional intelligence it's being able to pick up on like what's happening in the room that you're in mm-hmm. like, not that he's not emotionally intelligent but yeah and like how he responds to situations and just his reaction and his instincts we're seeing that he has really good instincts. It's just following them. Right. Which I get that. <clears throat> but another thing I just thought was hilarious is Aragon's like, oh, this man is here to help me. Who is this man? And it's Murtag. He just grew a beard. And Aragon's like, oh, my God, I didn't recognize you. <laughs> it's more proof that beards are makeup for men. <laughs> makeup for men. Beards. It is. It really is. I mean, I look like a different person if I shave my beard off. I know. That's why I won't let you. Um, Let's see. What else? So Aragon wants to rescue the elf and Murtag is like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And Aragon insists, of course. And so they rescue her and he uses magic. But Murtag's like, you don't need to do that. I have the keys. And um they are are doing really well they find their swords they find his stuff um they're just waiting for safira to come get them and then the shade shows up of course and aragon and and him have to to duel and i found it again an example of aragon's situational intelligence that he recognizes like i have to make myself seem so stupid so um unequipped so bad at fighting so that he doesn't resort to magic because he knows that the shade is going to be so far superior over him when it comes to magic so he's like he is like 10 steps ahead of where they're actually at in his mind and i was really impressed with that 
Right. And I think it also shows that Aragorn learned because he learned and listened to Braum because he's like, okay, like, I've never done a wizard's duel. I can't get into this fight with magic. And to use magic would prompt Shade into doing the same, who is probably going to outclass me. We really see here that, like, Aragorn doesn't necessarily suffer from arrogance as a flaw Mm -hmm. in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But at the same time, he does a little bit. Because the very next thing that happens is the shade disappears and Aragon's like, oh, yay, he's dead. And Murtag's like, mm, I, I don't know about that, but OK, mm-hmm. we can believe that for a minute. Um, and then Sephira rescues them and and they're fine. They leave and she gets injured. And um, that was that was um, stressful to me. But something I thought was interesting when Sephira shows up is that they have the elf with them and Safira's response. The quote is Safira hisses uh, in surprise in response to the elf. And I, I just wrote in my notes, like, is that good or bad? I can't tell. That's so little information to give me. Um, but I found it just stuck out to me. Like she's never done that before that I can remember off the top of my head. And so I felt like that was significant in some way. I mean, I don't think it's bad just because I think it's more just it's like surprise, like an elf, not like an elf, but like an elf. I mean, if you say so, I don't think we have enough information to assume that. I mean, maybe you do because you've read the thing before, but based on the plain reading of the text. Right. Well, we do have a little information So we know that elves and dragons have had a rocky history because there was a war between them. But we also know that after that, part of the peace agreement is that dragons and elves are intrinsically bound to one another. Like the races themselves are bound to one another. That's what created the writers. And then humans were added in Mm -hmm. too. So like for dragons to turn against elves in a way is like, is almost at this point for them to just turn against other dragons. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, But it it was just interesting to me is all. I chuckled at Saphira's like phrasing here when Aragorn's like, are there soldiers up there? And Saphira's like, there were, but now they're not. Yeah, I think that that's another example of her her humor coming to light, you know, Um I never really expected a dragon to be funny, but she is. She's hilarious. And I do love that about this story. And like, I just think it's so funny that to me, like, Safira is amused by Aragon and all the humans around her in the same way that like Gandalf is amused by the Hobbits. Yeah, for sure. Which I just think is very fun. All right. Well, are you ready for predictions? I am. I only have one today. Mm-hmm. And that's that the shade is not dead. There's no way. Um, I think that I w- if I was reading for the first time, I would also make that prediction just because like, well, I guess it, when this first came out, we didn't know it was going to have multiple parts. So for all you know, is that you could, Galvatorix could be the big bad, but we know that this is a series, a four book series. So we haven't really been introduced to the big bad yet, at least from Aragon's uh, perspective. And this very much feels like a 
big bad evil guy introduction when you read it. Yeah, I can see that. I um I do feel like they try to pretend the Razak is the the big bad from the get-go. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in Dragon Age Inquisition when they tried to pretend that Corypheus was the big bad of Inquisition and then actually maybe not, maybe it's soulless. <laughs> maybe. All right. Well, I think that that's all we got for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast. Follow us on Twitter at InheritancePage or email us at InheritancePage at gmail.com. Make sure you join us on Discord in the Cups Podcasting and more. All links are in the episode description. May good fortune rule over you. May the stars watch over you. And may peace live in your heart.